Good morning, Jets fans. It is kind of game day. And if you're wondering what exactly you're going to be seeing out on the ice this evening as the Jets begin their Penticton Young Stars uh, Classic and ultimately maybe the first steps of what is hopefully a decent season, we're going to talk about what lines you might see, what uh, I'm expecting from this team coming into this tournament, and why you might be a little bit hype, all coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. Or Locked On the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, like I said at the intro, uh, I wanted to talk about, well, the lines that we have been given per Mitchell Clinton from the first uh, camp or so heading into the Young Stars Classic. Obviously, this is the rookie camp. And uh, this is like the first time a lot of these guys are are getting out on the ice together, um, certainly for a number of the prospects that were maybe playing overseas, maybe some guys who have recently been with the Moose, but maybe haven't been playing a lot. Obviously, we have some Moose uh, players like Torgerson has, has spent a little bit of time, Perfetti has had some time, Morales, um, a number of other guys, Nikonen has even gotten a few games. And on the goaltending side, you know, uh, Arvid Holm certainly has played a little bit, uh, you know, not not a huge sample size for most of these guys, but you know, we've gotten some interesting experience, but as a group, this is the first time that some of these players are being assembled in these combos. And from the lines that Mitchell's got, we have some interesting things heading into the Penn Sixton uh, young stars classic that I'm kind of curious about. So we're going to start off with the first line, because I think this one has maybe the most intrigue for Winnipeg's immediate future. The first line is Torgerson, Perfetti, and Marillis. Now, uh, I did say Perfetti in the middle, and in fact, he is a center, which when Perfetti was drafted a few uh, seasons ago, obviously he was thought to be maybe as centered in the long run, but it wasn't really clear if his game was going to translate. There were thoughts about him potentially being a winger, uh, and we've seen so far that he has been deployed out wide with the Jets, but um, now that he's centering Torgerson and Morellis, it's an interesting thought, right? Because Perfetti, in a lot of ways, makes sense as a natural center. You think about his vision, his distribution, his understanding of defensive responsibility, the way that he is very aggressive to hound opposing puck carriers. He's always in the right position. He knows how to create, and he knows how to bring in his line mates into the game in ways that most of our other uh, centers just don't quite have the ability to do so, right? He elevates everyone around him. And so it always felt like at some point the Jets might wonder if he could, in fact, handle center duties. 
we don't really have anyone quite like him down the middle. Most of our players that are our centers uh, are either more defensively minded or in the case of like Dubois and um, Shifley, I would say that their games are kind of predicated on carrying the puck themselves uh, through the middle, whereas Perfetti, I think, can do that, but he's also one of the best creators and passers on the team. He does stuff with the puck uh, in terms of passing it to players um, in really crazy areas that you just you wouldn't really see anybody else even thinking to attempt some of the passes he does. He's a genius in possession, and I feel like for him, going down the middle would be the, the most interesting development and maybe a very natural fit. Now, I don't know if it's going to work out long-term, and maybe once he returns to pro duty, it's not going to be a thing that really lasts. But I think the Jets have always kind of dreamt of Cole eventually manning one of their lines down the center. And I don't know if it's the top line, maybe the second line, something in that vicinity, Perfetti down the middle uh, seems to be a mission for them. Now, he's playing with Morellis and Torgerson. And I find this interesting because uh, Morellis, of course, is somebody who might be auditioning for like a bottom six role. But Torgerson, you know, there's a, a version of him that I would be interested in seeing maybe getting an elevated role somewhere. Now, I don't think he'll ever be like a first or a second liner, but I think if you're looking for a really good third line winger who's got a really strong transition game, who's got a pretty nice shot, and honestly, who seems to have very intelligent offensive positioning, this guy might be it. And if you're you're, you're pairing him with Perfetti and Morellis, you've got a couple of really talented attackers, and I think Perfetti is able to get the puck to places where Morellis and Torgerson are going to be most dangerous. So uh, Torgerson, you know, if he'll park or anywhere in the, the, like, I guess in front of the faceoff circles, in front of the goalie, um, you know, Perfetti can probably shoot a good puck there. That would be uh, very much typical for Torgerson. Or if Torgerson just kind of wants to carry the puck and create himself, I I'm sure he can work down low with Morellis and Perfetti providing support. I mean, there's just all sorts of options here. And I know that it doesn't sound like the sexiest lined on paper, but I, I have to say, I think for loading up your top line with some intriguing names who might be a little bit more closer to NHL duty, I'd be curious to know what they do together. My gut feeling is this line will be offensively dominant. I mean, Perfetti, anytime he's on the ice, he just tilts it, right? Uh, there's no question that no matter who he plays with, um, as long as he's getting like lots of time to do it and his line mates aren't constantly holding him back in the defensive zone, you're going to see something good. I mean, it just is his game to create almost out of nothing. So I expect this unit to be a really dominant. I think you've got great strength in Torgerson. Morales, I'm curious to know what his game has looked like. Uh, I haven't really gotten a chance to watch a ton of the moose with him on it. Uh, I do know that he was very successful arriving into the team. And um, I don't know if he had like a particularly big reputation at the AHL level before joining the moose, but it seems like afterwards, you know, Manitoba didn't really have a lot of scoring jump uh, last season, but Morales was an immediate contributor and seemed to provide some really good jump and offensive spark. So I'm excited to see what this unit does. Uh, there's some stuff there to that, that I think would make sense longer term for the Jets, uh, especially if Torgerson can eventually carve out a role in Winnipeg's middle six. I think Perfetti is always going to be a guy that only functions best in the top six. And I would expect uh, once... Uh, you know, Bones kind of gets a look at him. He'll he'll agree that Perfetti's best role is anywhere in the top six you can fit him, whether it's at wing or center. But long term, once PLD is gone, because he will leave, 
Uh, Perfetti, you know, maybe at second line center or something, or maybe even first line center if they want to move him and Shifley around. Gotta say, I like the idea. I'm liking the thinking, and I'm excited. Uh, this, for the Jets' long-term future, might be one of the bigger developments that we see for some time. So get excited. Cole Perfetti, first line center in the tournament. Let's see how it pans out, and hopefully it all goes according to plan. Now, this isn't the only line that we're going to be talking about. There are some other units that I want to focus in on and just kind of give you a rundown of the lines in general and kind of what I expect out of it. But before we go any further, I don't want to, uh, you know, circle back to our friends and partners at Bet Online. They are your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Uh, whether you're following the NCAA or you're keeping track of the NFL, they've got all the league developments, game matchups, podcasts, news updates, live scores, and everything in between. Starting from the opening week, uh, which we had just a little bit ago, heading up till now, uh, you know, we're getting into a weekend of really intense games. We just saw the Chargers and and um, and uh, the, the Chiefs go at it. So obviously there's a lot of stuff happening in and around the sport. But if you don't love football, they've also got just about anything else you can imagine, whether it's auto racing, even horse racing, depending on the time of year. Uh, NHL hockey, of course, is a big focus. MLB baseball as we're heading into playoffs. You know, I'm sure some of you are getting real excited to watch the Jays. Sorry, I'm an Orioles fan. You'll just have to live with it. But, you know, BetOnline.net wants to be your number one source for all things sports betting, sports news, and everything around it. So you'll always have the most informed bets possible. And they really make it easier than ever to cast your bet and uh, get all the latest lines and odds for your favorite sports. So head on over to BetOnline.net on your laptop or mobile device to sign up for a free account right now because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We are taking a look at lines for uh, the rookie camp, and I did spend quite a bit of time talking about the first line just because I'm very excited. Cole Perfetti, first line. It's a good time to be alive. Now, the second line is probably the one that you want to hear about as well because it is Lambert, Lucius, and Bon Giovanni. And I think Bon Giovanni briefly had uh, a very small sample with the Moose um, but the, the main thing that everyone wants to hear about is Lambert and Lucius together. Now, interestingly, Lucius is playing down the middle, which uh, I don't know if he is a center long-term. I tend to do imagine him as being like a wide attacker, sort of like Kyle Connor. Uh, Lambert, there was a chance ages ago that I think people were seeing him as a center, but it seems like much of his game has by and large been expanded by allowing to sort of bomb up and down the wings. So I would expect him to be kind of like a long-term offensive winger, but maybe at some point he gets moved to the middle. We'll see. I don't think he really has the two-way game uh, and, and sort of, I wouldn't say IQ, but I think in terms of the way that he sees the ice and attacks, I just don't think that his game is particularly suited to being a little bit more patient, a little bit more uh, defensively oriented in the middle. So uh, this unit, I do think it'll be very high scoring. Uh, defensively, though, I suspect that it's going to have some issues. And, you know, the, the thing that I've kind of wondered with Lambert is, you know, how much of his issues with Lati were uh, on his teammates and how much were issues he just has with his own game. Now, I think if you give him confidence in the right teammates and mixture of skill, a lot of the stuff and a lot of the concerns that people have about him will start to fade away. There's very clearly a fascinating skill set and player here Whenever he's been with like Team Finland, the guy is just dynamite. And so I have to imagine that at some point, you know, 
there's a version of him that A, is kind of pissed off and has a chip on his shoulder and wants to prove that he belongs at a really high level of hockey, and B, wants to put on a show for the Jets. He's not just fighting for um, space on the prospect list. He legitimately wants to make a splash at the pro level as soon as possible. So uh, I expect Lambert and Lucius to work really well together. I have no idea how Bon Giovanni is going to fit in here. Um, I don't really know what Bon Giovanni's skill sets are going to be. I think for the most part, the main thing you want with him is to provide some defensive support, be a useful outlet, and allow them to kind of create in space while he provides that more like almost like Zvechnikov role, right? When Zvech was with Dubois and Connor, it sort of let them create down low and do all of this fancy stuff while Zvech was very patient on the puck, uh, was very tough on it, and, and really wouldn't surrender it and force um, uh, or really give the puck away under pressure. He was a very strong carrier and it allowed his teammates to just kind of get into really dangerous positions and stuff. So curious to know how this unit will work out. I've got some interesting thoughts on it. Uh, at some point, I suspect we'll see guys changed around during the tournament. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Lambert or Lucius gets paired with Perfetti or something like that, because I'm sure the coaching staff will want to kind of evaluate what they've got in it. But moving on, we do have a couple of other lines. These ones are going to be more your depth units, and I can uh, expect the, the scoring output is going to be pretty limited, but the third line is Johnson, Nikonen, and Bertolet, which, you know, you're looking for like two-way transition game here with more defensive impacts. I don't know how much uh, often, offensive output this unit is going to really have. Nikonen down the middle, I think, is interesting long-term for a potential uh, third or fourth line center option. He has quietly been pretty productive from what I understand playing in other leagues, but I don't know if it's going to be the kind of game that really translates to uh, a particularly productive NHL uh, offering. So he's only had a few games with the move so far, very early to judge. I am curious to know what he'll do uh, in the, the, the few times that he's been around the Jets org with like preseason stuff. He's shown some interesting jumps. So I'm curious to know what he's got in the tank and if he can really be a spark for this bottom six unit. The final line we've seen at left wing, a couple of rotating guys, Caron and Cutler have been working together. Um, down the middle, you've got Zilkin, and on the right wing, you've got Bolin. So um, Zilkin, I think, is the one that people are kind of penciling in as another name to watch for a depth center role. Uh, Danny is a very hardworking player. Again, not somebody who has, like, crazy, crazy tool sets, but in terms of a really industrious two-way center with a fun shot, some smart offensive instincts, and generally good decision-making, you know, this is a guy who was like a points magnet in junior. So uh, I, I think he'll probably go back to junior. I don't expect him to be hitting the pro levels just yet. They might want a little bit more physical development and some refinement on his skill sets. But, you know, it, it's nice to see the Jets trying to go for some really good offensively minded two-way centers and stuff for the bottom six unit. We haven't had as many guys graduating from the moose into those roles and being effective. And, of course, we're hoping that David Gustafson this year is one of the ones who takes that, that next step and really earns a long-term NHL role. But that's it, that's it for, like, the, the forward grouping. We also have a couple of defensive pairings, some of them a little bit interesting. We'll talk about why it might be one to keep an eye on uh, in just a little bit. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Jets. We're closing out tonight's thoughts on Penticton's lineup uh, for the first few Jets uh, lines that we've seen so far this offseason. 
we've got, you know, the defense after we've already talked about the forwards. And on defense, the pairings are, they're curious. You've got Kuzmin, Lundmark, and then Kat Bauer, uh, then Johannesson and Kubicek, and finally Wilson and Stewart. Now, I think the two that I'm kind of honing in on are Kuzmin, Lundmark, and uh, Johannesson and Kubicek. The other pairings, I don't know if they're really going to be much more than kind of more defensively oriented uh, third pairing kind of units. I think Kuzmin Lundmark is going to be one that they heavily lean on. A, because Kuzmin, it kind of feels like they're trying to fast track him into the NHL at some point. And Lundmark is a guy that has been uh, recently a mainstay for the Moose, as has seemingly had a pretty okay start to his pro career in, in North America. Um, but again, I don't know if he's really more than being viewed as like a, a, a third pairing defender. Now, I will say, I think he's a righty, so the right side doesn't really have a ton of depth for the Jets. Uh, it's kind of one of the reasons Pionk is probably not really somebody that they're looking to trade. So um, Lundmark would definitely be auditioning for that third spot. You know, the Jets, again, the right-handed depth is just really rough, and they could use somebody who can provide some two-way defensive support um, and be kind of like a safety outlet in the same way that DeMello is. Kuzman, again, very dynamic, very fun player. I think he could be a really mobile back-end uh, QB. We'll see how he fares with some of the really talented players like Lambert, Lucius, Perfetti, Torgerson. These guys all have very big hockey brains uh, and really understand offensive positioning at an intimate level. So this might be a, a guy that really feasts during this tournament and proves that he might be ready to take that next step. Johannesson Kubitschek. Um, Kubitschek, I think, is somebody who apparently has a decent reputation, like a solid potential seventh pair or like seventh defender, uh, defender um, in the pro leagues. I don't know a ton about him, so this will be the first time that I'm getting to see him. But Johannesson, of course, is uh, <laughs> a really fun wild card prospect. We talked about him on a previous episode. Um, that you know, the big thing for him is just staying healthy this year. I just really want to see what he can do when he's in possession because he is very explosive and very fast, very nimble. Um, and there are obviously holes in this game defensively, uh, some of them pretty glaring. But, you know, when you're hemming in your opponents in the opposite end of the ice constantly and creating tons of offensive opportunities, I, I can live with defensive lapses to a point. So we'll see how this unit works. All in all, I, I think that this is probably for me in total, one of the most exciting lineups that we've seen in one of these tournaments. Uh, you know, previous episode, we said that this is probably the most talented Penticton group we've had in ages. And I think the way that it's arranged will give the Jets uh, a lot of interesting looks and kind of an interesting preview to potentially roles of what we'll see at the NHL level if, um, you know, these guys really start filtering in and making it. I think that there's a nice balance of guys who are a little bit on the older side and can provide some you know, veteran experience from some pro-level hockey. You've got the kids really leading the way in the most important positions. So overall, looking forward to it. That's all I can say. Uh, we'll kick off this evening with uh, the first game, and I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a really good time. Mark Morrison has been working with uh, all of these players, and you know Morrison has built a pretty decent reputation in, in the, the brief time that he has spent with the Moose so far. But uh, yeah, we'll take on the Oilers first at around 6 p.m. Central. And I'm just really hoping that the Jets kind of put on a nice show and give fans something because, uh, let's be honest, the offseason has kind of sucked. Um, 
but you know i've i've spent a lot of time talking about that and why it's been frustrating so i'm not going to rant i'm mostly just looking forward and and looking ahead to what should hopefully be a fun productive weekend and a chance for the kids to really flex their muscles and show us what the future of jets hockey looks like now i want to know from y'all what players you're excited about what prospects you're keeping an eye on be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter and in the YouTube comments below. Tell me if you're excited for Lambert Lucia's season. Maybe you've got the eyes for um, Torgerson or some of the outside shots like maybe Morellis or Bon Giovanni or some of the other guys, Nikonen, Zilkin. Uh, let me know in the comments below and uh, maybe we'll talk about your response to this tournament in the future and hopefully this week. Um, this weekend, I'll be able to watch some of the games and give you some early thoughts on what I see out of some of these players. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. I thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to make your second listen Locked On NHL. Our experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the world of hockey, all at your fingertips. And as always, it is free to subscribe. So thanks again for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.